This is Educated Zombies, a podcast where we talk about the struggles of being a college student. Now, we are not affiliated with any university, but we are no strangers to higher ed. So tune in every week where we will give you tools that you can carry beyond the classroom. And to be honest, this is just a space for us to have some really cool conversations with some really cool people about education, because we believe education is more than a piece of paper. Hi, and welcome to a bite-sized episode of Educated Zombies. My name is Sam, one of the hosts of the show, and today I will be talking to you about how I take notes. So, there are three types of notes that I tend to take. I take home self-study notes, I take class notes, and I take group study notes. Now, what I like to do is I like to take all three of these types of notes and I like to compare them to one another and this kind of helps me get a better grasp on the general or dominant topic that the professor would like us to learn. Because I have a problem sometimes distinguishing the most important topics from the least important topics. And you get better at distinguishing those types of things as you go. So, one of the ways that I take home study notes is, as we describe in one of our podcast episodes with Judith, um, I will take my textbook and I will write inside of it. I will highlight it. I will, like, destroy that thing and make it non-resellable. But, you know, it's really really beneficial to you. So what I like to do first is I will read the entire chapter or I'll read the entire article first at face value and just kind of get a feel of what it's about. Then I will go back and I'll reread it. So as I go back and I reread it, I'll keep a separate notebook just in case I have offshoots of ideas that I need to write down that don't really fit on the page but mostly I will just use my book as a means to like write my notes in too into the margins if it has enough room and I will go along and highlight uh, new terms that I haven't learned before and I will define them out in the margins I will go and I will underline or highlight whichever one I have at the time um, important topics that I think are really important or that I never knew about ever. So like completely new concepts. I will also uh, go section by section and put it into chunks. So what that looks like is if I'm reading a textbook, I will take the textbook's uh, headers and follow it by that. And so in a chapter, I will focus on one main topic at a time, reading it, annotating it, writing out to the side, different things that I might forget. And I will summarize that entire section of that chapter in my own words when I get to the end of it. This way, it puts it in my own words, and it helps me keep focused on the idea, and it helps you gauge where you're at mentally while you're studying so you don't get mentally exhausted. So for example, if I'm reading through a section 
annotating, doing my thing, and I get to the end of the section and I can't even write a summary of what I just read, that probably means I'm a little exhausted and I need to take a break. Another thing that I like to do as I'm reading and self-studying at home, taking notes, is I like to draw out mechanisms or uh, steps. So what that looks like is I could either draw it in the margins of the book or I could draw it on my own paper that I have dedicated for that section of classwork. And uh, I will write it step by step out like bullet point, first step this, second step this, third step this. Or I'll draw a picture of important mechanisms. So in the science world, there's a really big uh, push for us to know mechanistically how things work. And so I will end up drawing out a protein, interacting with another protein, and having a whole like map diagram. It's always sunny in Philadelphia style. You know what I mean? Of a certain type of mechanism. Also, as I'm going along, I take the self-study time as a way to really dig in on a detailed level the notes or the texts and articles that I'm reading or the PowerPoints that I'm following along with in my own self-study. This really helps you understand on a deeper level different things that are supposed to be applied to that subject of study. So what that looks like is you taking every little minute detail, writing it in a picture form or writing it in a step-by-step form of really important topics to really get a good grasp of why things are happening the way they are in a certain topic. Um, The other thing that you should do when you're self-studying or that I do in self-studying is making sure that I keep my brain on task and so I will set up time limits for myself while I'm self-studying so your brain really likes to absorb information in the in the one hour to 90 minute category so it takes you a whole hour and a half to really dig deep and understand one type of concept if you're focused the whole time. And after that 90 minutes, your brain kind of gets exhausted and so you need to take a break. So if you have an affliction with writing in books and you don't want to uh, deface your book or decrease the book value that you have, you can also use uh, sticky notes as an alternative. I've done that in the past and it works really well. That way you know exactly what page that topic is on and you can kind of like stagger your sticky notes on the outside and label them topic by topic. So if you need a quick refer in the textbook, your gigantic one million page textbook, it's really easy to do that too. So moving on. The other type of study notes that I like to use are in-class study notes. And what mine look like are kind of messy because I like to draw pictures in them when I can't really um, get a full sentence out and sometimes drawing a quick pick is faster than writing down a concept for me. Class study notes can be taken in a bunch of different ways, right? 
They can be taken whenever you are using PowerPoint slides and writing on the PowerPoint slides that you print out. Like if you print out a lecture that's all PowerPoint, you write in the margins as the professor is going these different concepts to help keep you focused. They can also look like a composition book. And as your professor is talking, you go section by section with them. So if your professor starts a new, starts a topic, you write a header in your notebook and you write some of the most important things that you really didn't know to begin with. And you write them in your own words. That way you really get a good feel for exactly what it is they want you to know. And you kind of solidify that information in your brain a little bit better when you write it in your own words. Some professors are insane and they don't do PowerPoints and they will just go to class and they will sit down at a desk and just start talking, which is really weird. I had one professor who was a psych professor. He never wrote anything on the chalkboard. He never had a PowerPoint. He didn't even have a book to go from and he would just come into class, sit down, and just start talking about whatever he had on his mind. And that was a really tough class for me to do and study for because it's like, bro, everything you ever talk about is on the exam. However, I can't keep up with what you're talking about. So how I adapted was I learned his cues. Every time he switched a topic, I would write down what that switch topic was in my notebook and I would format my notebook in a way that made it easier for me to understand what this man wanted us to learn. So I would write down a header of what the main topic was that he had switched to and then under that header I would indent each little bullet point in my own words something that he had said about that topic. And then when he switched to another one I'd start with another header and I would indent different bullet points or like special points of that topic too. You know what I mean? So if you format your in-class notes taken in a composition book or in a spiral or whatever you're going to use, it makes it a lot easier to go back and say, okay, well, he had said this in lecture. Let me go on the internet or let me look in a book and see if I can find this special topic that I had no freaking clue what this person was talking about and I can refer to it and really hammer it out on my own time. That really helps. Now, if you're following along with a lecture with PowerPoint slides, I like to write down what slide the information is on uh, in my written notes as I'm taking the notes if I don't have them already printed out the slides if your professor posts the notes. Um, the other thing that I like to do is I like to really try to pay attention to the most important things that the professor stresses. So sometimes your professor will drop hints about what's gonna be on the test or what he really wants you to know. And when they drop those kinds of hints, they're a little subtle or hard to notice or they're super duper frank about it. And they just are like, you, really need, you guys really need to know this for the test, right? And that'll also help you focus on what you need to know and what you don't really need to know. 
and what information is supplemental to the main points of what your professor wants you to learn. And don't worry if your lecture notes look like a bunch of gibberish. One way to keep you from looking at your lecture notes at one point in your life and being, I have no freaking clue what this is even saying, is to go back and review your lecture notes the same night that you wrote them. That really helps you remember what the professor was talking about in class, and it also really helps you get the information that they thought was more important because it helps you like reflect on it and it helps you remember what you mean when you wrote down some weird paraphrased gibberish line that makes no sense a week a week from now um the next type of notes that I like to use are group study notes and I have found that working in a group setting has really really helped me throughout my masters um it is like one of the saving graces because it keeps you accountable as a person working in a group, but it's really hard to do right now during COVID. So I understand if you guys can't, but for whenever we're finally free from being in this pandemic quarantine life, uh, this will be really, really helpful for you. So I always like to start my study groups with a comparison of our notes. So what me and my friends will do is we'll sit down and we'll compare each other's notes and we'll say, hey, I know the professor was talking about this in class, but I didn't really write that down or I didn't get a chance to write that part down. Did you get to? And they'll say, yeah, or nah, right? Or they'll be like, bro, I don't even remember even talking about that. Are you sure that's this class? And you'll be like, no, you're right. It wasn't even that class and you'll look dumb, but it'll be okay. Um, so we compare notes and make sure we wrote down the same things, and that way we know the, the information that we need to know, right? We ask each other to explain topics as we're going through the notes. So what that looks like is if I wrote down a certain concept and I understand the mechanism really well, and my partner who I'm studying with wrote it down too, but is like really confused, I'll explain to them what I think it means. Or if I'm not understanding something, they'll explain to me what they think it means. That way we help each other really get a grasp of the meaning of the material that we're learning. We'll also ask each other questions, like random questions. So what did the professor mean when he said this, that, and that, right? Because that's a confusing statement that they said, and it might have been contradictory to what they had said earlier, because professors will do that sometimes. Which statement is correct, right? And you guys talk about it, and you guys can look it up in your books, online, whatever kind of resources you have. That way you guys can really get good information out of the notes that you're taking in class. So when you guys are studying together and you look at your home self-study notes, you can talk to each other about the things that really stood out when reading the material or the uh, book, right? So using your self-study notes, you could ask your study partner, hey, I really thought that this topic in the book was the most important topic. What do you think, right? And when you guys do that, 
it helps you remember the topics that were said in the book and it also helps you understand what the main points of the chapters were. Oftentimes, the main points of the chapters or the main points of the articles or the main points of your in-class lecture are the points you'll be tested on. And so it really helps you get a good grasp of the most important parts of the class as you're going along. Well, that's really it. Uh, that's how I study. Um, I like to draw a lot of pictures because I'm a crazy person. Um, other people, I've seen my group study partner, they like to just rewrite every single word of their notes in another notebook. And I've seen other people do that. I think that's insane, but it really helps some people. So if drawing pictures is not for you or taking some of the same, taking some of the pointers or like things that I do is not for you, what other people will do is they will take the recording of a class after you ask the professor, if you can record it, by the way, they will take the recording of the class and write down every single word the professor says. They will do that. And they will copy all of those notes into another notebook. And they do that to really, really get a grasp of the information. But I feel like doing that is more like memorizing and not really understanding. So a way to check it to see if you're only really memorizing material and not understanding material is if you can implement that material in a real life setting in a scenario. So say I'm learning a mechanism. How do I know if I'm really learning it and not just memorizing it? Well, I'll apply that mechanism to something in a real life situation, right? And see if I can apply it in a real life situation. If I can, then I have learned that mechanism and I know the concept. If I can't, then I'm only memorizing, right? So you got to be careful. So that's just what other people like to do is just copy notes at face value. But I don't like doing that. So that's it, I guess. Um, hopefully these note-taking tips that I do help you, right? Even if you only do some of those things, it'll really help you remember and understand material better. Uh, all right. Well, that was all. You guys stay safe out there during these unprecedented times. I hope you guys are working really hard through school and stay strong and don't lose your motivation. Okay, see ya.